Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of my podcast Father's Love Letter. Trust we're doing well and I believe our week was good and our weekend will be better. We'll have time to be refreshed. So dear God, thank you for the awesome privilege to hear what your word has to teach us today. I ask that you think through my mind and that you speak through my lips. I ask that your words flow. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for you bring to my remembrance every word that need be spoken. And thank you for you touch the hearts that need to hear this. And you bless us richly with your word. For it is made easy for understanding in the name of Jesus. Amen. So our topic today, hmm, let's see. Okay, we'll call it the God who hears. Yeah. Using, reading rather, the book of 1 Samuel chapter 1. We know it's a very popular story. It's a story of Hannah in the Bible. Hannah was married to a man named Elkanah. The whole chapter 1, 1 Samuel chapter 1, from verse 1 to the end. Hannah was married to a man named Elkanah. And she wasn't able to have kids or she hadn't had kids for him yet and Elkanah had another wife called Penina and Penina had kids for Elkanah but Hannah didn't and Hannah was upset she wasn't happy about the whole thing it made her sad to a point where the husband was like am I not enough for you and all of that it showed that the husband still loved her despite the fact that she did not have kids but it was not enough she wanted kids so every year they would go to Shiloh and the husband would um, offer up offering um, yeah offerings you know so offer up sacrifices yeah so they went one year and after the sacrifice and all that hannah went to pray and eli was there seated in a place he usually sits at the entrance of the tabernacle and hannah was crying she was in deep anguish as she was praying to the lord and then she made a vow to god and that was verse 11 she said O lord of heaven's armies if you will look upon my sorrow and answer my prayer and give me a son then i will give him back to you he will be yours for his entire lifetime and as a sign that he has been dedicated to the lord his hair will never be cut she made that vow to god and then um eli came saw her and thought she was drunk and told her to stop at once and must you come here being drunk and all of that and she said no she was not drunk or she was not drinking and all of that she was just pouring her heart out to the lord and then eli said to her, you can go may god grant you your prayer request Abby. and then she was like thank you and then she went back so we all know the story moving forward i want us to pick out certain things from this story and learn this was a woman who needed a child desperately she had a husband who loved her so much and it got to a point where she went to god and prayed and made a vow 
she made a vow like if telling god this is what i will do if you do this for me like signing a deal or something like that and eli the prophet eli was god's representative here on the earth so is as good as he saying okay may god grant you what you have asked for it's like god literally just answering your prayer there and then and for her she was excited she was happy she was now like she, she, she thanked him and then she went and scripture says she was able she began to eat again she was no longer sad so for her her prayer had been answered and she had faith if you notice there was no atom of doubt or worry or fear any longer because she knew on the inside that god had answered her prayer back in the day they had in the old testament rather they had the spirit of god speaking to the people through kings prophets and priests so eli was a prophet and to her it was like i'm speaking with god's representative and if he answers me then that means god has answered me and when she had a child she kept her promise we all know how it feels when you have a child well most of us do when especially the women you have a child you just want that child to be by your side you don't want to let that child go you love the child unconditionally so you can imagine after waiting all these years you now get a child (laughs) it will be difficult to give up that child it will be difficult to give up the child So she had a child and scripture says the next year they went for their annual trip for to offer a sacrifice and to ensure that they keep their vow but she did not go hannah didn't go she was like she wanted to win off the child and then leave the child with the lord permanently verse 22 said that then the husband was like whatever you think best she had a good man by her side many times trying not to digress (laughs) okay let me just stay on track so i don't digress but she had a good man by her side okay no need to digress i'm so tempted to digress i don't know why but yeah she had that urge as in as a woman i'm sure she must have had it but she kept to her vow and when the child was when she took him to the tabernacle in Shiloh and then brought along other things, animals for the sacrifice. And then she gave her boy to him. You can imagine how she felt having left her child there. You know, normally on our own we'll be worried like, ah, can I keep to this promise? Many times we are we are human. We are human and we fail. We fail a whole lot. We fail terribly. We, we we embarrass God on a daily. Let me put it that way. But God, God is faithful and just. He's faithful and just. He doesn't change. He doesn't turn his back on his word. We failed him many times, but he remained faithful. So imagine if Hannah had decided not to give the child back to god god won't go back on his word no he would not 
his word remains true and true. So whatever the situation is you may be going through, look at Hannah's situation. Because scripture lets us know that her womb stayed open. Whatever God opens, no man can close. She had other children. She had other children and she could see her son every year. She could go up to Shiloh for a sacrifice and she would see her child. Despite the fact that she had other ones. She believed God at the point where she knew God had heard her. How of how many times do you pray to God? <laughs> I heard it. I heard I heard one time they say when you pray the prayer of faith seven times, that the six times you prayed, you prayed <laughs> out of faith. We need to stand on the word of God and believe that whatever it is we ask of him, he will come through for us. When we do not have faith, we waver. When we don't believe, when we're not grounded in the word, it's dif- it's not it's not it's it's difficult to stand and say, I believe God, I believe God, I believe God. We can stand and say, I believe God, I believe God, I believe God, but what 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 are you believing? What what word? What would what, what part of God's word are you holding on to the, that you say you are believing? <laughs> we need to have the word of God. Because here, Isaiah 48 says, The grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of God stands forever. So I can say, Father, your word stands forever. And I am holding on to your word. You have said that whatever it is I desire, when I pray, I should believe that I receive it and I will have it. So whatever issue it is, you bring it up to God, believing, saying, Father, it is your word I am standing on. And I believe. Because see, if you do not believe, your faith will not stand. Salvation came to you because you believed and you took it. So every other thing in this life that we live now comes as a result of our faith. We believe God and we know that he will come through. Hence, we judge God faithful no matter the situation. Hannah waited and she did not give up. Why would you want to give up? These are people of the Old Testament. We are we have a better covenant with Father God on better promises. His word stands forever. Let's believe him. You know, no matter no matter how you feel, no matter how it weighs you down, it weighed Hannah down a whole lot. She must have been jealous. She must have had thoughts of one thing or the other. Scripture says, come to me all who are weary and you, if you carry heavy burdens, I will give you rest. So take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart and you will find rest for your souls. Take his yoke. He said, let him carry your burdens. He will give you rest. No matter what it is. Is it a job? Is it finances? Is it children? Is it marriage? God doesn't want us to worry. He wants to carry our load. He wants to carry whatever pain, whatever suffering. Is it people that are lying on you and are um, bad-mouthing about you, are trying to tarnish your image? Let God fight for you. 
there's a limit to what you can do and how far you can go but god cannot be limited why not tell him father this is the issue that they are bringing up against me this is what the devil is trying to use people to do to me but father i come to you your word says i should come if i am weary and i'm carrying any burden father i have a burden and this is my burden and i am giving it to you help me Give me the rest I need. His word says he gives us peace that surpasses all understanding. When we transfer and cast all our cares upon him, he goes to work. Don't worry about it. Let go and let God. Once he shuts the door of the devil to the devil, once he shuts the mouth of the devil, it can never be open against you. Those who talked about against you will come and rejoice with you. Before you were born, he knew you, he formed you. He knew everything about you, he had called you, he knew everything that you were going to go through. Trust in him, believe in him, rely on him. He's the God who knows, he's the God who sees all things. What can man do to you? (laughs) Man can do nothing. Man can only talk. The devil can only use people against you. But you should know that it is not about the people. Don't hate the people. It is the spirit and we need discernment. Thank God for the help of the Holy Spirit who helps us in all things. That is who we need. And it is the word of God we need to hold on to. It is our sure banker. Rely on nobody else except God. Not even your spouse can help you. They can support, but they do not know what you feel or how you feel. What you need is the word of God because God knows how you feel. He knows where it hurts the most. He's the only person that can help you. He can help you through your spouse, but you need to look to him first. Let us depend on God. Let us depend on his word. Hannah depended on God and God came through. God will come through for you. He always does. Even for the things we do not see, He comes through for us. He is able. He is willing. He is always willing. Learn to let go and just trust in God completely so that you can float. You will not drown. You will not drown. He is a good Father. Father, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for we will do better. We will be better people. We will learn to trust and obey what your word says. No matter the situation we find ourselves, we will cast our burdens and our cares upon you. For we know that you care for us affectionately. We know that you will give us rest for our weary souls. Thank you, blessed Redeemer. In the name of Jesus. Amen.